Good morning, good day, good afternoon, or whatever part of the day it is where you are. Uh, welcome to today's webinar. We're going to give everybody a minute or so just to collect uh, themselves and make sure they're logged in and able to hear and see. So please stand by and give us a minute, maybe grab a coffee, do what you need to, and we'll get started in a couple of minutes. Okay, well, it seems that people can hear us, so we better be careful, Karthi. None of that talk we had before we started. So welcome, everybody, and uh, welcome to what we hope will be a series of ongoing masterclasses around the real prospect, and we'll talk about the real framework in a minute, but I want to uh, introduce my co-host, Karthi Maria Pan from Hippo Video. Karthi, welcome to the webinar, and maybe give us a bit of background about yourself. Yeah. Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks to Burke for having me in the show. And uh, uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hippo Video. So we founded Hippo Video with a mission to enable businesses communicate, engage, and collaborate with their prospects, contacts, or internal stakeholders and employees through personalized videos. We strongly believe video is the best way forward uh, to communicate in real time, authentic. Uh, that is how uh, we have started with Hippo Video and we are here serving the sales uh, market and the marketing departments. Yeah, and I don't think it's a secret to anybody that, you know, video is taking over. It might have been sort of an interesting thing a couple of years ago, but I don't think any, any business sets out to win customers these days without video. Background about myself quickly, as you may know, my name is Tibor Shanto. I'm with a company called Renbor Sales Solutions. Uh, we are a company that delivers professional development for professional salespeople, primarily focusing on discovery and before in the process, so how to acquire new customers or more wallet share within existing accounts. And one of the reasons that we're having this webinar today is that about a year ago, Karthi and I connected in a different context around, again, personalizing things, taking advantage of video and so on. And we began to realize that we had a number of different areas in common. And as that conversation continued and extended, Karthi and his team began to introduce me to the real framework. And we'll be talking about that specifically today. And one of the things that became exceedingly clear is there was a fit in a number of ways. One is some of the techniques that I you know, espouse to my clients that we'll talk about fit real well with real. And those of you that know my approach to prospecting, my, my main mantra is, you know, the expanding toolkit. And I think no, tool, no, no prospecting toolkit is, is, is complete these days without video. So when I saw the real framework, the inclusion of video, and what I'm able to do with that from a prospecting point of view, and, and once I'm engaged with a prospect, it made sense that we try and pull together some best practices with best tool sets and give you something to move forward with. So I think that it's important as we move forward um, to think about some of the things that we're facing these days in, uh, in sales. Things have really changed, not just in the context of COVID, but because of that, even before that, people were already prospecting from places other than the office. Um, the challenges that we faced over the course of this year have really challenged the goodwill and good human nature of, of salespeople. Um, and, and a lot of the methods that have been out there aren't working as much as they used to. And so what we're seeing is that people are trying different things. And 
Karthi, perhaps you can speak to what you're seeing from a video standpoint and, and some of the ways that your clients are using it to get through in these challenging times. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, we can uh, get into how people are using video in prospecting. But before that, I thought uh, I'll say why videos are so important these days. Uh, video by its inherent nature, it's very engaging and it's interactive. It, it, you can emote, you can empathize with the person who is watching the video and you can have some interaction over the video itself, which is kind of uh, not there today with the COVID situation. But even before that, people have started adopting videos in prospecting especially and different use cases as well. Uh, but it's for a good reason uh, because you are trying to put a face to your signature. It's no more text alone in your email or text alone in your LinkedIn message when you do the prospecting. It's a genuine person behind that message. And if you could show yourself up and emotionally connect, engage with them, that's the best thing that you can do without being live there. So we are trying to talk about like asynchronous videos occupying an important position in the prospecting, right? And what was a trend earlier before COVID, right? COVID has actually accelerated the adoption. So today I would say video has become an essential medium in your prospecting world. How do you communicate? How do you engage? Has become through videos. And we see a lot of companies, uh, bigger ones, even the smaller ones, are adopting videos in a nicer way and they are seeing 3x response rates or 2x conversions because they are able to adopt video. So uh, I would quote one person with opening the organization. There was a, there's a bigger airline kind of, uh, organization uh, which is adopting us and uh, the quote they say was uh, earlier they used to send out like 20 emails for prospecting and they get two meetings today they send 22 emails they get 10 meetings set up so that's how videos are actually converting people into meetings so that is what i would say uh, to the for the start yeah, and I can certainly attest, I mean, you know, we always talk about the fact that about 60 plus percent of communication is body language, right? So, you know, certainly in the telephone, in email, in LinkedIn, those elements are missing. And it's not insurmountable, but certainly, with, you know, it's very simple to overcome that with a video. It may not be 100% face-to-face, but you're going to recapture that 66% that you're missing um, from that. Um, I wanted to put a poll out there, the first poll that we have for the audience, um, if you can flash that up. And you should be seeing it. You know, what kind of impact you know, has the events of 2020 had on your selling? And there's multiple choice there. Has it been very positive, positive? Has it been neutral, negative, or you know, unfortunately, you know, highly negative? So take a moment, uh, vote, and we'll share the results. But I'm curious what you're seeing out there from your vantage point. What are your customers saying, Karthi, while we're waiting for the, uh, are they just general, are they seeing an uptick yes. or? It's a mixer, a bag, I would say. For some of them, it has been very, very positive, uh, especially people in the digital transformation area. Uh, and video is also playing an important role in the digital transformation. And as far as travel or hospitality, yes, they've taken a bigger hit. So it's a mixed bag. And for some, it's going to be very, very neutral, uh, especially, but uh, the face-to-face -face meetings has gone right. Uh, that's a fact. 
and uh, people are trying some innovative ways to cope up with their uh, quotas. How do they fill up their quotas? How do they connect with more people to get uh, selling their products or services? Yes, it's still going on. So what's uh, Sanjana, maybe you can share the, uh, the results. Um, so negative. Well, hopefully by the end of the uh, by the end of this, you'll have something to at least you know counter it back. Um, thank you for that. So, you know, let's talk about this real framework. We've mentioned it a couple of times, so you know you can read it for yourself there at a high level. You know, but we'll get into each of these. But we're looking at how to be really more relevant. Um, why you? Why now? And, and and you know specifically for that prospect. Clearly, everybody's emotional these days. It's not any more than we were before. And you do want it to be actionable. You know, one of the things that people tend to fall into at times of crisis is, you know, a state of being passive. You want to make sure that they're able to take action. And then you got to be lively. And the, one, the wonderful thing about video is that you can actually bring your personality through. You might try an email and things like that, but sometimes you'll miss. And, and, and a good intended joke will go astray in email, whereas in video, you can be lively, you can be yourself. So, you know, before we jump into each of these, you know, again, let's ask a question to frame the next, uh, the next part of it. And that is, you know, have you formally updated, you know, your sales process, your processing process since the start of uh, COVID-19? So again, you know, major overhauls, yes, measurably, somewhat, not really, you know, sort of tinkering around the edges or have, you know, are you one of those guys that says, hey, what's the sales process? I'm hoping we don't see many of the last, but give it a second and so on. I know that uh, your, you know, the Hippo video platform is integratable into the, um, most of the major accelerators and CRMs. Do you find people taking advantage of it in their sequences? Yes, yes, very much. So it has been a very, very important uh, uh, part of adoption of our users uh, because as we know uh, the uh, sales people are time bound uh, they, they have limited time and they need to spend most of their time prospecting calling people or uh, messaging out there on linkedin so they don't have to juggle between different products so that was the one important thing we took care uh, when we started hippo video so we are totally integratable into salesforce hubspot kind of uh, crm products or outreach or sales log kind of uh, uh, sales engagement products, or even on Outlook and Gmail, where you actually send out your emails, etc. So that way, we've seen the adoption going very, very high. We do have a Chrome extension as well. So wherever you are, you can quickly start creating a video, even if it is contract negotiation, you want to explain the contract and send it, you can do it. So it, it, it's a positive that, you know, if you combine it, 60% said that they've done some measurable and, or, or somewhat of a change. So that's um, a good indication. Perhaps looking at the first R, uh, which is relevance, um, what are some of the things, you know, again, what are some of the things that you're seeing from a video point of view? And I could talk to you about some of the things that we're seeing from a content point of view, and maybe bringing it together, but maybe what's an example of somebody using you know, the Hippo platform in an innovative way that you're seeing that right away speaks to relevance. Yes. Uh, so uh, some bit of understanding on what is this real framework and why it is uh, very, very important for anyone adopting videos in the sales process. Uh, so we thought through like how people trying to engage 
and try, trying to sell their services or product. It's basically on the trust. And how do you build the trust? You have to be available for them, emo emotionally connect with them, empathize with them. So that is the basis of building that trust. So it's all about selling value rather than selling the product or services. And right. we went through the whole process to understand how people have started engaging. So one important aspect to start off with is relevance. What is relevance here? Bringing the context of the discussion into that video or the message that on the video is very, very important. And that is where we have brought in a, a very nice feature, what we call it as a branded sales pages, where you don't just put the video alone, where you say, hey, Tibor, this is copy from Hippo Video. This is what we do. Why you should be looking for Hippo Video. Can we connect over a meeting kind of thing? You can put it as a headshot video there, as well as attach some collaterals, the initial discussion points. It could be a presentation, it could be a PDF, on your product or the uh, pricing that you want to send it across. So we wanted to bring that relevance and the context into the discussion. So that's how we built this feature of sales pages and bringing the context for the initial discussion as well. And you know what I find is that in times of COVID or other times of crisis, you know, we're gonna face others, hopefully not a pandemic, but we'll have other crises moving forward. You know, I think sometimes you need to ask some direct questions and sometimes those can be a lot easier to ask when you're looking at the person because they can see that the question is genuine as opposed to being belligerent and sometimes in email it just comes across like that the other is i think video allows you to share different experiences and not necessarily personal experiences but experiences of what you're seeing at other clients who are similar to the person that you're prospecting and it makes their experience in that call a bit more real because they can relate to the person whose experience you're sharing. So to me, video allows you to tell a story that almost allows you to remove yourself and just have them focus on, on what's going on and so on. Um, before we move on to talking about the next element of real, I just want to stop a second and see if anybody has any questions about, <clears throat> in general, what we've talked about so far or relevance vis-a-vis video and prospecting. I guess we don't have any questions at this point, so we can continue. So the next, you know, going to the next letter in, in, in the real framework, um, it's engaging emotionally, which is an interesting notion because for the most part, a lot of salespeople try and take emotion out of the call. They're trying to be rational and so on. But talk to me about what you see as being the, you know, the ability to engage differently emotionally on video versus other platforms? It does not emote, it does not empathize and communicate that you want to uh, connect with them, right? So videos allow you to emotionally engage with them. Uh, get that context right out there, empathize with them, with the situation, with the COVID around or whatever the situation they are, and you are able to say, hey, how do you you do hope things are fine kind of empathize with them understand the business is going on so that is what was missing in text so as you rightly said that the communication 90 percent of them is non-verbal as steady as put which is basically shaking your head acknowledging or nodding which transfers that confidence and uh, that connection is created so that is why videos are emotionally engaged. Um, you broke up on the last part, but 
as I'm hearing that, and hopefully we can get your audio back, um, I think what we're seeing is that because of some of the changes that people have had to make to their work, there's the ability to engage with them on a level that, as you mentioned earlier, is not necessarily around just the product, but some of the experiences that they might be having. And I think even within communicating to existing customers, not just prospects or just communicating with, um, with other colleagues, the ability to use video, again, I think minimizes some of the emotions that people might have otherwise, and also the ability to help people get over some of the challenges that they're having from a work perspective point of view. So I think you're back, right? Yes, yes. So that is what I was saying, like move away from tone deaf text emails, which is dead, to I'm curious in your experience, what whether you've seen is, is are the best videos or the only effective videos ones where it's, you know, me talking, my experience so far in my use of video has been me talking to the camera and, and communicating a message or asking a question from the prospect or the client. But, you know, I'm trying to figure out for my own self, so this is a selfish question, you know, are there other things that one can, you know, do with video, be successful in terms of, you know, being real in every aspect of the way, relevant, emotional, and so on, but it doesn't have to be me or my face um, in the video. Are there other things that one can do? Yes, yes, yes. So we have seen customers using, like, stitching up custom demos or custom uh, uh, contracts they are building. So they just uh, bring up that screen, do the screen share, record it with the video or without the video, but the voiceover is there and create video and send it across. It's also, it is available there. And uh, important aspect is bring some explainer videos on your products or services that you can create with some ad agencies or any other agencies and use it in your communication. So videos in every aspect of it. And you know, you mentioned before the asynchronous element of it, you know, another way to look at the emotional aspect of it is that, you know, the great thing about the video that we're talking about, if you're doing the video through the Hippo platform is I can track what people have done with it. So it's not sort of sending something into the abyss I can see what they've done with it. So clearly if they're interacting it, with it a lot and, and I can tell that they're emotionally engaged because it's bringing them back. If they're sharing it, I can tell that they're willing to bring other people into it. So I think it's important that salespeople remember that the great thing about you know the video is that not only the communication element, but the ability to see what asynchronous yes. effect it has, how people are interacting with the information yes that you're sharing, which then should allow you to plan your next, you know, step and, and, and make that sale, I would only say quicker, but maybe, you know, make the next step to make sure that you're getting the sale. So I'm curious again, um, what you've seen in terms of people using the data behind the video to get a further advantage. Yes. So before that, there was one question on why not Zoom, why Hippo video? So Zoom is a synchronous uh, video platform, basically availability bound. So both of the person have to be available at the same time to communicate. But Apple Video allows you to create asynchronous videos. That means I create a video, send it to my prospect. 
the prospect can open the video, play it around, understand what you are trying to uh, say about your services or product at their available time. So it's not time bound. So that is the first part. Now, when they actually see, how do you know? That is the important part. So we have tracking mechanism. Uh, we understand how the prospect is interacting with the video, how much of them they are played, how they are resharing, or they are playing it again and again, or they clicking on the buttons available, like share the meeting buttons, and push them as notifications in your email, as well as push them as notifications in your CRM, like Salesforce or HubSpot, or multiple CRMs we have built in with many of the CRM platforms. Now, what are the data points is going to help you? So, I assume I have sent a uh, prospecting video. Uh, it is a sales landing page where the video is there and you have attached your collaterals. You can embed a chat button as well. So when the prospect is actually interacting with the video, notification back, you can quickly launch the chat bot and talk to them. So that is possible with the uh, data point. Or now you can quickly put a video or uh, as a thank you mail, or you can immediately connect them on LinkedIn and take it further. So this data point helps you understand moving away from what I call it as open of emails as intent to viewing of your content is a data intent. To explain that a bit more. So earlier when you send out an uh, email, all you get notification back is whether they have opened or not. Now opening itself is treated as an intent, but it is not so. But with videos, what happens is they open, they play it, they reshare it or they watch again and again. Those are all great intent. They are consuming your content. They are consuming the services that you are trying to sell to them, which is a greater intent. That is what videos are going to tell you. And that is what people get captures and pushes back to your CR. And you know, there's another element of emotion that I find sort of amusing is when I send out these videos and it doesn't happen every time, but when it happens, it's, it, it's, it's fun in, 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 a, in a rewarding way is when you send them something and you say to them, you know, you can just reply by video by hitting the button here. And the ones that take it and not all of them do it, you could tell that they're having fun, right? They're all of a sudden engaged on an entirely different level. So I think people need to think about how they can use video to evoke an emotion. And I just find yes. just by inviting them you know, they feel safe and experimenting. They try a new toy and everybody's happy when they try a new toy, right? Yes. Yeah. And on a different note, uh, I've seen one of my customers reporting like, hey, I had put that reply with video below my video. And one of the prospects uh, understood I'm trying to connect with them. They were sweetly surprised with the video coming in, but they did not have the time for that uh, quarter. So they replied with the video. Hey, that was a good effort. Nice to connect with you. Can we connect next quarter? Though that sale or prospect did not happen, but it made them engage, which is what everyone is trying, right? So it helps. And, and again, I mean, I think that salespeople need to understand, even if you don't get them the first time, they'll remember that video. And if you continue to be intelligent and creative in your approach, they'll say, hey, you know, look at this person's making an effort. They're not like all the others. And when the time comes, and eventually the time always comes when they need to make a purchase, they're going to go to the person that left an impression on them, right? And that's why the emotional part is important, that even if they don't react right away, people remember emotions. They remember those moments when they were happy 
And on the downside, they remember when a salesperson upsets them as well. So, you know, you have to watch the videos from the other perspective. Um, just want to sort of stop a second and see if we've had any questions come in. I know we're explaining this so clearly that we don't, there's no questions potentially, but are there any questions uh, to this point? Uh, so it said like roadblock to video is technology and time, more time consuming for a customer. So I would take that. So roadblock to video is not technology. It is basically an enabler. Say, for example, when you want to create videos, of course, it may take uh, usually when you are getting accustomed to see yourself on the mobile or on the webcam, it takes like five or six shots. But you can create your video when you're on the go with your mobile app or on the extension or on the web quickly because what people today look out for is an authentic connection. They don't look for like professionally edited video with all the fancy things around clear background kind of things. People are accepting videos as his videos and they feel genuinely connected with the person who's trying to connect the page. So the customers are sweetly surprised. I've seen like, oh, my prospect was sweetly surprised that I landed up in their inbox saying hi to them. So there's a question about the length of the video and I'll take a shot at it from my perspective. I'm curious from your perspective, but for me, I believe that a prospecting call it has one singular purpose and that's to get the person to engage. And so to do that, I think the shorter, more succinct to the point, the better. And as you'll see, one of the next things we'll talk about is actionable. So I don't think you need to give them a, you know, sort of a Cecil B. DeMille type movie in order for them to take action. So my especially from a prospecting perspective, I think it's important that you keep the, the video short to the point and with a call to action, as we'll talk about, rather than long and elaborate. Once a person engages, then you can continue to use video to give them information, but in bits and bytes as they ask for it. So don't look at video as an opportunity to start your own Netflix channel for your product. Use it as a means of enticing a conversation, but curious about your view. Yeah, uh, so technically we have found uh, with data, uh, a video, a prospecting video, if it is less than 90 seconds, which is basically one and a half minute, it really, really performs well with the prospect because you are not taking too much of your time, but you uh, uh, plant that curiosity in them to connect to them back. As you rightly said, it's all about engaging. And I know there's a question here that maybe we can save to the end because um, it's, it's probably going to be a bit engaged. So Thomas, stick with us. We'll, we'll cover that off at the end, if you don't mind. Um, so to continue, um, so we've talked about emotionally a couple of different ways. And don't forget about the emotion that lingers, because unlike emails, videos tend to be watched again later. So don't forget that there's a chance to rekindle the, the original emotion. But as we've talked about, you know, the next thing that you have to do is get that person to take action because, you know, semi-humorously, we're not in the video business. Uh, we're in the business of getting engagement and getting people to help them to sell. Um, so, you know, what are, you know, I'll ask this in two ways and I could share some of the things that I've seen. Um, what are some simple actions that you've seen people take? Like, you know, I guess clicking at the bottom of the video and responding to it, that's a pretty good call to action. But I'm curious what other things you've seen 
that are unique to the video element from a call to action point of view? Yes. So in prospecting, the most important uh, uh, call to action button people I've seen very successfully enabling is meeting link. So schedule a meeting or connect over a call kind of meeting link. You can embed Calendly link or Google Meet link, whatever link you want to help them connect with them and schedule a meeting. That is the best performing call to action button. Apart from that, as I said, reply with video or help them land on a chat or a landing page, which is personalized for them. So I would say these three plays an important part here. I think that one of the one of the more subtle calls to action that I've seen some of my customers make um, with videos specifically, especially you know when you can track the back end, is to ask them to share it. Um, because sometimes you know if you ask them to do something with you, they may feel it's a bit early, they may feel it's a bit too revealing, or whatever the case is. But I find if I can ask them to share it with a colleague, you know that this information might be of interest to them. It's a great way to get engagement on the other side. And it's a gateway. Let's face it, the reason we want them to take action is we want to condition them to do things that we ask them to do. So I find asking them to share it with their customers is a great way to see. But I'm curious what you've seen and, and how one tracks then uh, what they share. So we can understand uh, how many times they have shared, but we'll not be knowing who they have chat with, uh, it's a privacy thing. So, but we know, uh, so we also have a special trigger. We say uh, highly intent trigger, what I call it as. When they share that video multiple times, it's basically they are very, very interested with your service or product that you're pitching in that video. So we give a high intent notification back to your CRM. And to uh, add on to your uh, part on uh, that as a very good uh, actionable link, uh, I think, Champions use these videos to sell this products or services, how it is going to help them with their day-to-day -day work. Yes, that also we have seen. Yeah, so I think again, sometimes we have to settle for that invisible call to action. So don't forget that if you can't get the person to take immediate action with you, try and train them for lack of a better word, and you know, see if you can get them to share it with their client and uh, with their internal uh, colleagues, their clients, or what have you. And again, as you can see, it's already recognized as a high level of, um, of engagement. Um, what are some other things that people can do from an actionable point of view uh, within the platform? Yeah, so uh, we have two other things. What I call it as uh, you can embed the web to contact form available in Salesforce or HubSpot at the end to collect more details as a poll or to engage with them, how this video is helping them with interaction. The other important actionable item is you can embed a chat inside that uh, page where they are viewing the video, where they can quickly connect with your sales agent. So these are the other two important areas we have seen, apart from reply with video or meeting link or the action. And then obviously, you know, for all this to work, um, it does have to be a bit more lively than you know a flat piece of paper and so on. Um, you know, video does help you stand out with the crowd. I don't know, maybe you have the stats, but I'm when I'm writing emails, I'm certainly convinced that they're being read on a mobile. Um, when I'm making videos, even though I'm making them for LinkedIn, I'm assuming that people are gonna you know see it on a mobile. That's why right away I put in 
the subtitles because I know they're going to be watching it on public transit or something. So what are, you know, what are some of the things that people should be thinking about to make things lively and keeping into account the different platforms that some will be reading it on their desktop or at least laptop and some on a mobile? Yes. Uh, so one important aspect of lively, why we uh, feel it is going to be more lively is you can shorten the mail. So as you could see the example, the video plays it out and it speaks a lot instead of the text. That is the first part. Now on the consumption part, we have seen mobile as we rightly is a bigger consumption area next to web. Uh, what we have enabled there is to quickly so on their mobile uh, instead of on the web, which is very, very important aspect for the creation. Uh, the lively you engage with them. So how do you quickly create a thank you note or a follow up video email for the connection or the meeting they have scheduled uh, is another angle in which people make it more conversive and lively. So, you know, as we've been touching on, um, you know, we've been talking about this in the context of sort of one-to-one, -one, but I'm curious what you've seen in terms of using, you know, using the video to create a conversation among many people. So rather than it being a one-to-one -one the way we've been talking, is there a way that we can use this to create an instant sort of discussion or communication around the hot topic? Uh, yes, uh, we have some campaigns as well where you can uh, create one topic about it and send it to multiple people and get their feedback as reply with videos. Uh, but the primary uh, intention with people are using YouTube videos for two, what I call it as sales campaigns, where they do some smaller campaigns to like 50, 20 people that they are having or a webinar they are coming in with. So quickly create a smaller video and send it to them to get it in with them engaging. Or the other aspect is one-to-one -one personalized videos with more effective when you are actually bringing them into your funnel more down and down. And I'm curious, you know, in, in terms of what you're seeing again, uh, when people are using videos in their sequences, do you find that they use multiple videos in the same sequence or do you find that most people have one video in there? And what's your opinion? What would be a best practice? Yes. Uh, so we have seen uh, people using uh, mixed in the sense uh, if they have seven uh, cadences, they use like three or four for videos, one after the other. The opening will be a video, then will be a text. Hey, did you see my email, video email? Then they do a follow-up with a video kind of things. So it's a mix and match they generally do, but videos play an important role in that cadences as well. Okay. Now, We'll have a poll question for the audience if we can get that one put up. And that is, you know, have, you know, what have you added to your prospecting routine to improve engagement in 2020? Um, surveys, videos, LinkedIn prospecting, online events, or no new additions? So talking about LinkedIn prospecting, uh, so we did a, a smaller integration with LinkedIn and uh, people just like it uh, very, very much because in your sales navigator or in your LinkedIn messaging tool, uh, we put to your quick uh, button to create a nice video and send it across. And 
and people sending videos in sales navigation or LinkedIn message get a lot of response back because they really see there's a person behind that message. There is no bot. So today bots also play an important role. People misunderstand whether who is behind that. Is it a real person or a bot? And video clearly says, hey, there is a real person interested in to make a connection. So let's see what people have, uh, have have shared in terms of what they're doing. LinkedIn, LinkedIn prospecting. It's too bad we can't do an instant poll and ask if they're including videos in their LinkedIn prospecting, but we'll have another webinar just to ask that question. But we do have a follow-up question to this one, and that is, <clears throat> are you planning to add any of the above items to your toolkit in 2021? Almost 2021 already, amazing, eh? I mean, we just started having this pandemic. And so what are people telling us? So maybe talk through some of the actions that, that they describe on this page, because some of them I've used in terms of, you know, using the thumbnail and so on. You've talked to the other stuff, but you find the best calls to action are, you know, something related to an offer to a product, or is it, you know, a callback, what, what are you finding that people are having success with as a reasonable call to action, you know, with a video? Yeah, uh, I think a uh, callback to uh, scheduling a meeting uh, where they directly link to the calendar and help them uh, schedule the meeting themselves is a bigger uh, hit one in the sense, which gives you a lot of response. Uh, to give you a perspective, the people who use videos, we have seen, as I said, three extra responses. Basically, people connecting via uh, the call to action button on the video and scheduling a meeting immediately is the most important response that we get. And, you know, I find that, you know, when people respond to me, what they speak to is the sales page that they watch the video on. So I'm just curious, you know, if you can quickly share how pe people can leverage the sales page to elaborate and to enhance and really make that initial video a much bigger message and bigger important step in their prospecting. Yes. So uh, this pages we call it as a customized brand pages. Uh, this one uh, with the Tesla uh, brand on it and the contact details where we talk about a product or it could be an explainer video with the collateral attached is what we call it as branded sales pages. So instead of sending a smaller video alone in your LinkedIn prospecting, when they actually click the GIF, which is in there, animated GIF inside the LinkedIn message, when you click on it, it opens a full-blown page. It's a huge real estate where you can sell yourself through the video as well as give them some assurances or some collaterals for them to each of these interactions by the prospect on the sales page and give you back as and as you touched on you can also do that very much yes. on a personal level um in terms of you know one-to-one -one and and having the, even as you mentioned earlier that Putting a face to a putting a face to a voice, as they say. Right, and then right. You know. so uh, this uh, our own team actually sending out emails, 
after the train force and we had a huge response from Google. The idea here is one-to-one -one personalizes one personalized data points on the transaction they had with you earlier into the video is also possible. Not just your first name, last name, or the title into the video. You can include the transaction points that you had earlier with them also into the video and story around that. So we help you personalize through one-to-one -one or through mass personalization as well. Okay, and I just wanna, again, be conscious of the audience. Are there any questions that have come in since the last one that we took. Um, I don't know, Karthi, if you see the question there from Thomas, um, whether you want to tackle that in terms of yeah. being when able to. Yes. When interacting with the potential customers, such as during demo, how can you monitor and more importantly measure for see how responsive or receptive they are to your presentation? Especially if you cannot see their face. I assume uh, if this question is about, uh, say, you have recorded a presentation using HIPPO video with your face on it as a video and send it across, how do you actually understand they, how, they, how much they are interested? That is what we have dictated analytics on how much of videos is being played by prospect, how they're doing it, whether they reshattered, and whatever the typical areas they were replaying again and again to understand more about your services. All of these are captured as analytics and signals and pushed back to your CRM to help you understand how much intent you have. So I know we're having a slight difficulty with the audio, so we apologize for that. Um, yes. But um, are there any other questions at the moment? Uh, so. Which industries are the numbers based on as well? How much, how much data is behind the numbers that are presented, such as 40% shorter cycle, 66% increased leads, and so on? Yeah. So uh, this is, I would say, uh, uh, as an average across multiple industries, uh, we see people have opted videos across different industries, right from your uh, high-tech B2B selling or about insurance selling, or even selling your medical equipments as well. Or it could be a professional services uh, or a digital marketing agencies. Uh, so we see across the board, the typical average. So this is done based on our data. So we have understood the data. So this is average across industries. Say for example, as I said, they had 50%, which is like uh, higher than, uh, so they used to send 20 emails, they got two demos, today they get 10 demos. So it is much higher in that case response rate. So we have done an average across industries to give you a realistic perspective and data. And I think, you know, the data will probably vary based on industry, based on the quality of the video and so forth. But um, I've seen it myself where I, I was sharing with a member of your team that there's this prospect that went radio silent on me and I tried everything that I, that I could and still had no success. I sent the video and within an hour they had booked a meeting and we ended up closing the deal after that. So, you know, it's another, it's another element in your toolkit and the, the, the better your toolkit is, the more successful you're going to be. Um, let me just see if there's any other questions. Thomas is saying he can quite hear your answer. Live demo. Uh, 
So maybe we can take that offline. I'll follow up Thomas and get, get an answer. Um, looking to see if there's any other questions. Sanjana, any other ones in the chat? Not any to so, carry on. Okay, thank you. So the other thing we wanted to share today is, is an area that um, we've put together with, um, with HIPPO video. Um, the Proactive Prospecting Club is a club specifically suited to people who have to do B2B prospecting. There's a range of course material available, live video, live webinars, conversations like the ones we're having today, and a host of other things, as well as we've created within the Proactive Prospecting Club, a specific lounge area for HIPPO video, where you'll have access to tutorials around how to best use video, different best practices, a range of ideas, how to integrate it into the various platforms, as well as special offers, including a special offer to a course that we put together with Hippo Video, how to integrate voicemail, how to integrate video into your voicemail and prospecting technique. So not only how can you get more return calls from your voicemails, but how you can leverage video to then extend and accelerate the cycles that result from that. So I would invite you to access the uh, Hippo Video Lounge. Everything is there for you to access um, free of charge. There are premium areas to the um, to the club, but if you use the code PPC50, um, then you'll have a 50% discount to the other parts of the club. And again, you can go to that URL to sign up. And then again, we're also launching a survey together um, to really understand the habits of people around prospecting in general, but more specifically around prospecting with videos and other ways that they're combining different approaches in, in prospecting to get a greater result. And what we'd like is if you can take the survey, um, and I don't know if we have the URL for it here, but we'll get the URL to you along with the notes. But if you can take the survey, we'll share the results with those people who contribute. But our goal is to continuously go back and survey and identify trends that you might be able to take advantage of, identify things that are working for people using video and their prospecting. And again, you'll be able to access that um, live as well as at the sales 3.0 conference that Hippo Video will be participating in. And before we say good day or good morning or wherever we are, are there any closing questions or anything at all that we haven't covered as of yet? Okay, well, I'll encourage you to check out Hippo Video um, and take advantage of the various tools that they have for you to be a better prospector. Take a look at the Proactive Prospecting Club. You can do both in one fell swoop by going to the Hippo Lounge within the Proactive Prospecting Club. And if you have questions, um, please reach out to myself or to Carthy. We're happy to answer any, any specifics that come up. And if you're looking for different ideas as to how to use video in the whole client life cycle. So whether it's prospecting, selling, or growing and maintaining a client, let us know so we can include them in future masterclasses. So Karthi, any closing thoughts or ideas for the folks around the planet? Yeah. Uh, so one closing thought is uh, when you're new to video, it takes a little bit of patience to get it perfect the first time. Uh, so you may have to do like five or six times to uh, reshoot the video. It's all very easy with Hippo video or 
any video product for that matter. So get over that patience. So then you're on the other side, then it becomes very, very casual. I've seen people creating videos faster than typing out an email. So that's how it's going to be very much easy. So we have provided you the right set of products and templates for you to get started. So jump on, create more videos with Ripple. I invite everybody again to send questions or suggestions. Um, but for the moment, Karthi, I thank you for joining me today. And we'll do thank it again you. real soon. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Kibor.